Did you say empirical march? Oh, whoops. <laughs> empirical march. This is data-driven march. This is a data-driven march, Andrew. This is not uh, anecdotal. When right. when Darth Vader marches, one. you know, comes into the scene, it is not anecdotal. This is we have real data on this. <laughs> I want to hear the anecdotal march by John Williams. That's gonna be a good one. <laughs> You can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. You're going to want to navigate on out of this galaxy. and uh... That's right. Yeah, you're in the, you, you ended up in the wrong galaxy, partner. It's a western space. <laughs> it's a space western. That's right. They've probably done that about a million times before but uh sounds wow. new to me hey partner what if uh what if in star wars they there was a planet where that's how they talked they all just had that like, accent for some reason yeah they're like biths and they show up and they go howdy partner and they're all wearing spurs and cowboy hats but there are bith uh <laughs> <laughs> well that Imagine actually that sounds in your head that sounds like an episode of like the the original run of uh, Star Trek, where they would always show up on planets that were like Earth from the 1940s for some reason, and they were like, "Oh, oh right, this is just like," and they were just like using some other movie set, you know, to like film it. Oh, we can do it here. Right, right. And they were like, "Wait a minute, we've stumbled upon segregation," and the race <laughs> and the alien race would be like, "Segregation? We call it blexla blebla or whatever," and they're like. Well, it's wrong, no matter what it... You know what I mean? You learn a lesson. That's, That's what's great about Star Trek. Well, Star Trek is great that way, but we're not talking about Star Trek today, Pete. We're talking about Star Wars, okay? We're here for not all oh. that peace and prosperity. We're talking about war here. <laughs> did you know, Andrew, that they did make a Star Trek version of this game, though, that exists out there? Wait, you were just dropping this on me now, right, as we're recording? <laughs> you didn't tell me this before. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, wow. I wanted to get your, you know, genuine response, on-the-air response, and it was, wow. Okay, so that's great. So oh. it sounds like you're real excited about that, Andrew. I am. Um... You've set your phasers <laughs> to stunned. Andrew, today we're talking about Star Wars, colon, X-Wing, which is, of course, the second edition title for Star Wars X-Wing miniature game, they lost the last part of that title when they got when they came out with the second edition. They said, no more are we going to call it miniature game. Uh, we No more with the stigma of playing with miniatures. You know what I mean? Now everyone can sound cool when they tell their, you know, their date that they play a lot of Star Wars X-Wing. Right. And their, their date's like, well, at least it's not a miniature game. And meanwhile, you know, the person's like cackling, like, <laughs> yeah, well, they're going to find out one day. You know what I mean? <laughs> All these miniatures I invested in. <laughs> just a uh, just a car full of miniatures in the backseat. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, they, get... and they're like, uh, they're like, can you give me a ride home? And, they, and the person's like, uh, uh, no, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I can't explain why. Uh, before we get too into that, though, Pete, uh, can we sum this up in one sentence here? Okay. One sentence explanations. Okay, Andrew, if I had to sum up Star Wars colon X-Wing in one sentence, I'm going to say the American football of spaceship battle, Andrew, and I'll tell you why. Okay. In this game, you go through an entire planning phase where there's no action happening, 
and then the action happens and then immediately you go through another planning phase and then the action you know i mean it's just like it's the flow of it's the flow of american football it's not the flow of basketball or soccer or any of those ones that's a continuous back and forth it's like you stop you think like what are we going to do next and then you go okay this is what i'm going to do next and then you do it real quick and it's a blitz of action and then you're like all right back to thinking what i'm going to do next you know what i mean that's great too because it's also um, yeah it's also kind of like how in American football how you have to guess what the other side's gonna do you know and you try and right try and surprise each other with your play or whatever you that's that's exactly right. the feeling wow that's a your great your tech mobile of uh, you know yeah you're like I think they're gonna do down B this time you know what I mean? <laughs> right that's our experience with football <laughs> never that's played my football only connection to American football is tech mobile. <laughs> Never played football. So I so I know all of the great uh, you know football players of that are playing today, like Christian Okoye and uh, you know QB Eagles. And, QB uh, QB Eagles is <laughs> a great player. Probably my favorite player playing today. Is somebody comes up to me and he goes, "So who do you think you know who do you think the best player in football is right now?" And I'd be like, "Probably QB Eagles." You know what I mean? <laughs> or as I like to call him, Q Beagles. Q Beagles. Yeah. Cuba Beagles. I think that was what we used to call uh, call them at some point. Cuba Beagles. Uh, Andrew, how about if you had to sum up Star Wars X-Wing in one sentence? Okay, Star Wars X-Wing um, is an excuse for adults to play with their Star Wars toys. Star Wars X-Wing. Yeah. Um, That's this, right. This game is all about collecting miniatures, miniature spaceships. And so... They're right. on they're on little stands and you you know you have a spaceship battle but they're very detailed in the um, in how they're made and painted and they're little toys and you know oh yeah it's just a great this is a fan's you know wet dream Andrew because these <laughs> things like you said they are they come pre-painted they're very detailed and you can get so many different ships that are from the universe you know well, the the core pack or whatever comes with an X-wing and two Tie Fighters, and you can play the game that way. But you can yeah. also spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars buying all kinds of other ships, even bigger ones. They're mostly you know to scale, so you can get the Millennium Falcon, which is you know a fair size bigger than those. bigger than the X-wing, right? right. You know, or um, you know, there's some cruisers that are pretty big and things like that. Yeah, I saw the uh, I was looking at them last night. Actually, I saw the Tantive four on there which is that that first ship from the very first star wars movie you know and uh it's very big and it was cost like 90 dollars. but i was like man i really want to buy that it looks, it looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> i man yeah <laughs> i i've never been a ship guy i've never i've, ne- I've also never oh. been a car guy you know what i mean so right. like they kind of are the same category for me it's just like i kind of don't i like i drive a 2009 beige toyota corolla andrew it's uh <laughs> nothing to write home about and i don't care honestly i just i've never cared what cars look like i never cared about types of cars anything to do with cars i just yeah like, don't care uh, and so it's kind of the same way with me with, with like spaceships. I'm like, oh, whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, but I, I kind of get it with spaceships a little bit more than with cars. But even still, it's like I've never like I don't like look at a list of different spaceships and even see them and be like, this is my thing. Well, I'm kind of well, I'm with you with the cars. I've never at all been a car guy. But um, the ships, yeah. I mean, I had plenty of uh, toy Star Wars ships back in the day. I just think. There's a lot more variety than with cars, and plus, it's like uh, yeah. 
some of those, like like the Millennium Falcon, for instance, some of those ships are like houses. You know, it's like, oh, you could live in there. And it's, yeah. it's just cool. They have like all the little. And that's what you like about starships is that you can live in there? Yeah. As opposed to cars, Andrew. Hey, hey, Andrew, guess what? Some people live in cars, okay, oh, Andrew? Geez, so you I can walk. take your elitist attitude. You know what I mean? I walked right into that one. You walked right into that one. Uh, Andrew, um, yeah, I I was more of an action figure guy. I don't think, like, I'm sure I went through a phase where I was, like, playing with cars, but you know me, true to me, you know I love the human element, you know right. what I mean, or the living thing element, so it's like, give me a G.I. Joe any day, basically, back in the day. Right. I wasn't, I, I, I don't remember doing a lot of, like, revving a car around. I'm sure I did, you know what I mean, but, um... But it, but eventually I got into the point where I was just like kicking and punching and jumping with people and everything like that. Well, I, I definitely had some Star Wars figures, but I also had a few ships that they could. I, had, I definitely had a Tie Fighter that somebody could fly, <laughs> and you could put an action figure in there, and then you pressed a button, and like mm. the wing the wings would pop off for some reason. Um, well, <laughs> it was crazy. And then I did have we had the Millennium Falcon that the figure the the, uh, the steering you it had a steering wheel that flies right out of the <laughs> <laughs> just flies right out of the yeah right um, <laughs> no they gotta uh, make they gotta make they gotta make a Tie Fighter Andrew with a steering wheel <laughs> <laughs> but you know what stinky you know, you know what would annoy me though I had the shit like I had the big Millennium Falcon with that the figures could sit in and I loved that thing but then I would have like um, I think I might have even had the Tantive 4 which was not to scale that was like the people would have to be tiny to fit in that and it always annoyed me yeah. that like mm, I can't quite play the right way because I don't have it all to scale. Uh, that's one, <laughs> a, that, you're a small child with anxiety right. <laughs> already about the the scale of the toys you're playing with. You like exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, like I had the I had the uh, the star, uh, Death Star playset, but it was for like micro mini ones or whatever. So it was much smaller than my yeah. Millennium Falcon. It just made no sense. Just, how can you play like that? It's just ridiculous. This is so funny. This is so funny that you mentioned this now because I just recently um, was able to observe your child essentially doing the same thing because your <laughs> child was before your child jumped into play. Sometimes I would see your child contemplating it and thinking about it for a while and then deciding to play basically. It's just like you're talking about here and then quite frankly i then also uh a few days later saw your father and talked to him about that essentially and your mother looked at him and said that's you you know what i mean like your, your mother it, so this is a family trait this well, is a miller family trait andrew what that, can i say uh, that, the, <laughs> the millers uh you know we want to have all our ducks in a row before we go ahead and uh jump into the have fun yes yeah. i get it <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, that and getting back to my point, the point is that that's one thing that I love about this game is that all the ships are to scale, and you can play with yeah. them in the same game. We should probably get into the, what this game actually is. The actual game. Yeah. We should probably do that, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> so, Andrew, I mean, this one's a simple one, quite frankly, um, and uh, simple and fun. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. is, is the, rules, the rules seem really long at first, and then, but then as I was reading through them, I was just like, oh, this is easy. Uh, because basically you just... you. Uh, you make a squadron essentially, and they the um, the company that makes it, Fantasy Flight, has come up with a pretty cool way of um, letting you make a balanced game. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. you, what you worry about is if you can pick from a lot of different people, and and your opponent can pick from a lot of different pilots and ships and stuff like that. It's like, well, maybe it's not going to be very well balanced, but 
the the company actually essentially assigns values to all sorts of different things and helps you put together a balanced mm-hmm. game squ- squad versus squad so whoever you choose you you put your ships down you put some obstacles in the way asteroids you know uh space dust stuff like that and then you simply you, so you go through a phase where you plan the movement your ship is going to make and you both do that simultaneously secretly because secretly. then you reveal it at the same time and then you in initiative order move your ships with the movement you decided to do um and then after you've done all the movement then you resolve a turn uh, initiative based turn of shooting can you shoot can you fire can you attack meanwhile so and that's it you just do that over and over again until somebody is the last one standing so um now, it, it just tries to tries to mimic dogfighting by flying around and, and using tactics to get in a good position to be able to fire on somebody and it's pretty exact too because it comes with all of these little little rulers and curved rulers to like depending on yeah. which move you pick for your ship you would put that out in front of it and then move your ship to the end of that ruler so that's how that's where you move to um, so yeah and then you have to measure like am I close enough to fire at what range am I close you know uh, things like that yeah and then this when is you... Gary they went they went over and above Andrew to make yes. sure that this game would be unappealing to most people you know what i mean because like not only is it all miniatures which immediately like your casual gamer would be like i don't know about this you and then you and i are being like no 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 give it a second chance here just pick up one of those uh, you know eight rulers over there and they're like come on is this a joke you know what i mean like but it, as you said it makes it very exact which is when you're a, a nerd playing it you're like oh i appreciate this because we're gonna get you know yes i can i'm gonna calibrate this you know what i mean and exactly and so and it also lends itself to some fun. You you can kind of it tells you you should do it on a three foot by three foot um, kind of play mat. But it says yeah. feel free to like adjust the size and like the obstacles in the way and and things like that. So you can kind of like customize your own uh, space battle. Right. Exactly. And that's I mean you know uh, obviously there is going to be like the the one obstacle is it it it'll be expensive to get a lot of different ships. But the the opposite of that the the nice thing is that you could play anywhere technically if you just bring those miniatures and the rulers and everything like that like you know you don't need a specific board right and um you can clear as much space as you want to clear and stuff like that so it's like um it's and, very scalable and it's very easy to just get those fi- get the miniatures out and start going and of course one other thing that really appealed to me is that when you actually do the fighting when you're shooting your lasers at each other you're going to roll some dice, which I always love. Um, yeah, yeah, and you yeah, just, yeah. You just try and see if the the attacker rolls and see if you get enough you know, hits, and then the defender rolls and see if they get enough, um, what do they call it, evasive maneuvers, right? They, they evade. Right, right. If the they lasers. like uh, juke, juke left or right, essentially to avoid the laser uh, or whatnot. Then, um, yeah, I, I, think, I think that's probably a point of contention for some, just because I'm sure there's some like war gamers out there who are like, I don't want to leave it to luck. I want it to be all my skill, you know what I mean, or whatever. But it's like, eh, you know, I mean, some of these things are luck and some of these things aren't, you know what I mean? Like, right, so. right, exactly. Um, and, yeah, like Pete said, it's pretty simple after that. It's just a matter of, like, um, counting up your hit points and until everybody's... Now, of course, there are plenty of cards for different pilots and uh, special upgrades right. you can give to your ships that'll give you different bonuses and things that you can do and you know we're not going to get yeah. on all that but there's there's tons yeah. of different and there's 
things. And there's some special on. actions that you can take that can either help or hurt you during battle and stuff like that. So there is also strategy in that and like how you use those and when you use those and things like that. So it's not just the luck of the roll. It is you can affect that stuff with different abilities that you know, it's it's up to you how you use them, how well you use them, and there is some there is skill involved in that. So, absolutely. But Andrew, tell me more about how this game came to be. I'm sh- I assume that George Lucas, you know, was just in his garage one day and, <laughs> you know, was playing with his Jar Jar Naboo Starfighter <laughs> and uh, his other Jar Jar Naboo Starfighter. He has two of them, and he was just like, "What if this was a game, though?" And then he made Jar Jar colon x-wing and then eventually the company was like okay cool but what if we uh what if we had other ships and he said <laughs> no no just kidding <laughs> well yeah anyway you, what did, you, what really happened how close you read am my I notes done? i mean you read my yeah, notes ahead of time? currently currently reading your notes yeah uh yeah no i thought it'd be funny we to, to understand this we got to go all the way back to George Lucas's birth, I tell the whole story of George Lucas. And if you don't know yeah. Star, if you don't know Star Wars, we got to go back point, to a, a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> long, right. long ago. If you don't know what Star Wars is, stop this. Go back, watch the movies, all and all the TV shows and everything. Then come back and listen to this. Uh, then you can understand what we're talking about. No, um, <laughs> this game, Star Wars X. So it start as we said before. Star Wars X Wing Miniatures game was the first title of this, and it was released in 2012 by uh, Fantasy Flight Games, who has the Star Wars license and has for many years now. And we have a fair amount of uh, experience with Fantasy Flight's handling of Star Wars games, Andrew, because we've we've also played their role playing game, um, and uh, which includes a lot of dice too. So it's like honestly, I've I've always been pretty impressed with what they do with the Star Wars uh, license. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. This game was designed by a guy named Jay Little, and on Wikipedia it says Jay, and then parentheses, the man, Little. So um, okay. I'm just wondering if maybe Jay Little edited that Wikipedia page on his own. I'm not sure yeah. who did that, but uh, I just <laughs> thought that was a little funny. <clears throat> um, but I get, I, I get the impression that this kind of thing is like, it's not like your Uwe or your, you know, uh, Rainer or something like designing a game and then like pitching it to a publishing company. This is like, hey, it's like a board meeting. Like we have the, we, we can make any Star Wars game. What do people love about Star Wars? Oh, spaceships? Okay, who wants to do the spaceship game? And then Jay Little, yeah. Jay the man Little raises his hand, you know, at the meeting. So I, I get the impression that that's what, kind of what this was, but. Um, and sure. they're like, yes, Little Man. And he's like, nah, actually it's the man Little. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sir, you know. Uh, and actually, we have a specific date on this one. It was released on August 17th, 2012 at Gen Con. So it was like along with a convention oh. there. So uh, if you were there, you know, I'm sure you remember that. Um, the starter pack came with an X-Wing and two TIE Fighters, as I mentioned earlier. And then, of course, mm. they released a gazillion expansions over the subsequent years. Uh, this game is all, it's like a, kind of like a trading card game where the whole the whole thing is like they're just printing money with this. It's just like, oh, you want to you want to yeah. play it some more? Here, buy this ship, buy that ship. Uh, you spend right, right, and it's like uh, it's like, hmm, what characters do people like? You know what I mean? And they're right. like, uh, let's see. Well, they love Boba Fett. It's like, well, let's let's make about two different Boba Fett's one because then they gotta, <laughs> of course, get both of those. And they're like, uh, do they like uh, do they like Finn from the new ones? It's like, well, let's get him in there. You know what I mean? And uh, right. who else do they like? You know what I mean? Like. Well, and it's not just the ships that you can buy, which are, you know, pretty kind of pricey, if you, especially if you buy a lot of them. 
but yeah, like you're saying, there's a lot of character cards and all kinds of different things. So there's uh, larger ships, there's smaller ones, there's some that come in multi-packs. They just did an incredible job like selling this game and making you want to buy more, I feel like. Yeah, they know what they're doing. It's the kind of game that if I were, we were talking about this, Pete, if I were 13 I would have, and I had seen this, I would have definitely been spending all of my allowance on this game. Mm-hmm, uh, looking mm-hmm. forward to the next one. But uh, right, keeping you know, up, ne- keeping up with the news on like the new releases and stuff like that. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, a new starter pack was released uh, with the Force Awakens when you know they had Disney had their first movie with Star Wars and the characters and updated ships from that movie. So like the new X-wing, the new Tie Fighters. Um, so just another thing for you to buy. Um, yeah. Th- then on September thirteenth, twenty eighteen, they released Star Wars X-wing Second Edition. Or some people say mm. Star Wars X-Wing 2.0, which is the one that we play, uh, Star Wars X-Wing. Yeah. They dropped the miniature game. Uh, and I think this was just to kind of clean up, because they had come out with so many different ships and so many different character cards that a lot of them had, like, exceptions to the rules. It's like, well, before this phase, this character actually gets to do this. And, and you know, right. it's a, it was just kind and of... It's a, like, ignore this if you're going to be doing this. You know right, what I mean? Kind of right. So it was just kind of to clean all that up because it was getting a little sloppy with some of the special rules and all the new ships and everything. Right. Honestly, right. though, I think the main driver of this was just to make more money because uh, they, <laughs> now they could say, well, <laughs> you, you have to buy all these tokens now and things like that. So, um, right. But overall, people do seem to like the new rules um, better than the original. I think they are yeah. an improvement. Of course, there are some like you know purists out there who are only playing the old version, but... It's kind of it kind of right. reminds me of like those people who are still playing the original Netrunner and don't want to play the Android Netrunner. It's kind of that. Right, like, right. Yeah, that they those people are out there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the old ships were compatible with the new rules. Uh, it's just that um, that some of them have like little conversion cards that you need to to tack onto them. Right. But um, there are some new factions as well because with the new whole Disney era of Star Wars, the new movies, so they kind of fit. Um, and then just some of the some of the big changes from the first edition to the second edition. You, uh, the proton torpedoes are like special abilities. They have charge tokens instead of like you used to only be able to just use it once. But now you like you can recharge special abilities. Um, they have force mm-hmm. tokens, so you can like use the force as Luke. You know, you were doing that yeah. a lot as Luke. Um, yeah. They have linked actions for some pilots, so like you can you do one move and then you get to do a second move as well which normally you can't do more than one um, action right they added another class of ships so it used to be small ships and large ships now they have of course medium based uh ships in there and um that there's some rules that go along with that there's another system phase so instead of it it's just when you can do all those special abilities that was mm-hmm. that you know were were causing a lot of problems with the old version, and then a bunch right. of they created uh, like an, an entire phase in the game where you can uh, do any special things if you have a very if you have a very special pilot or ship or whatever that doesn't it, fit into the other phases. Right, it's just kind of there to remind you to do it because I think a lot of people were forgetting to do those special abilities before mm-hmm. um, before that phase mm-hmm. existed, and then uh, so a bunch of other smaller rules like a big there's a big list out there that you can read, but um, a few interesting ones that I saw were like. 
the barrel roll when you, that barrel roll is a common move and it only has three positions in the new version you used to be able to like kind of like adjust it wherever you wanted to along the little guide there that they have yeah um there's a bullseye arc so if you some ships if you get get a bullseye like right in front of them you get kind of like a special bonus for doing that Mm. And they have a squad builder app that you can get now, so you can it'll calculate like make sure your game is balanced before you start. Just putting in yeah. all the things that you have. And the one that I thought was really cool, the X Wing foils open and close. The little wings on that, you know how they open and close in the movie? Yeah. Now they Yeah, right, because usually miniature. you open them when you're gonna attack, but then you close them for aerodynamic uh, when you wanna Right. go fast kind of thing aerodynamic mm-hmm. in space which i love um <laughs> yeah yeah spatiodynamic yeah all the air in space that's gonna create drag um <laughs> and a lot more other things so i just thought that those were the the cool things that they added um yeah yeah and and like you said, I, it, generally people think that all those things are good. There are people who are you know still angry that they had to you know that they have to either buy a conversion kit or buy a brand new game essentially to to keep playing with updated stuff. But right. even those people, I think, kind of admit like, well, and these these are cleaner rules and these are good. Yes. But you know. Yeah, it's basically just a new instruction manual and maybe a couple other yeah. little things, but you know that's that's really it. Well, that's great, Andrew. Um, Andrew, um, why don't you go ahead and hear me out on this one, Andrew. Hear me out on this one. Let me finish, Andrew. Andrew, choke on this. Choke on this. Okay, I did not see where that was going. Okay, you're saying uh, choke on this. So it must be time to review how easy it would be for a child to choke on the pieces of this game. Now, I believe it That's does say... That's right, Andrew. And here's a reminder for me when I'm editing it to put in our legal disclaimer here. Legal disclaimer. Do not try any of the following at home. Now, it does say on the package that uh, this game is for 14 and up. Now, I first assumed that that was because the game might be a little too complex for a younger child. But I don't know. Does it have something to do with the choking hazard as well? Maybe. Ah, good point. And also, are they not? Do they not have a developed enough brain to kind of like join the discourse on Star Wars? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how? Yeah, you know, how how many women should be in Star Wars? You know what I mean? Like, just <laughs> right, guy, gate gatekeeper guys, just being like, well, fourteen year olds kind of can't really talk about um, how much of a mistake it was to have uh, Ray Sky, uh, be a Skywalker. You know what I mean? Just like. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> idiot guys like thinking that the, you know yeah star wars is not for kids okay just stop it's it. for us guys that think women shouldn't be in star wars you know what i mean like <laughs> guys guys that don't like i'm talking about us adult men who don't think minorities have a place in star wars you know just anyway <laughs> andrew um how chokeable are these pieces uh i think that they range from impossible to choke on andrew to mm-hmm. seemingly built to choke on, Andrew, right? <laughs> what do you think? Because, I mean, what? like, there are some big ships in this game, and I don't think a kid, you know, well, is going to no. be able to get those things down there. You know what I mean? Some of those wouldn't even fit in a, in a kid's mouth because they're so big. But, um, right, right. But, yeah, I, I, I see where you're going because some of these ships are pretty small. But I think yeah. the thing that's going to save you from not choking on it is the stand that it's standing on. 
Um, yeah. Now they do come off the stand, but uh, well, that's but the thing. I, yeah, if you if you take it apart, it's gonna be chokeable for sure. Um, right. Okay. Yeah. Some of them. No, the stand is actually great. I I agree because then it, it's almost like it gives you a little bit as your you know your child's gonna try to choke on these things, of course. And if it's on the stand, it doesn't come unlodged. You can just grab that base of that stand, pull it right out. Know what I mean? Um, so that's extremely convenient. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's a, a an escape cord or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, it, it says on the bottom. On the bottom, they should print say "pull here" if child. You know, if you can see this, your child's choking on it. Pull here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Break glass. Pull here. Right. Uh, but, um, you know, uh, you know what I say, Andrew? I say you got to open those S-foils for safety. That's oh, what I think, that's Andrew. Good. You know what I mean? Yeah. On those like, X-wings. It's like a little choking kickstand. It'll, like, uh, keep, yeah. keep your child. Or like a grappling hook. You know what I mean? When oh, they're open, yeah, it's like, ka-chunk. You know what I mean? It, like, lodges itself right. in their throat. And it, that X-wing ain't going to go down. But if they're closed, I don't know. I think there might be some angles they can get it down on. You know what I mean? It's like the uh, grappling hook that Luke uses to swing across that large oh, chas- yeah. chasm right after he gets a nice yeah. little nice little kiss from his sister. Yeah, yeah, exactly. From that column that goes all the way through that, you know, great architecture in that. By the way, I don't know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't think about it too much. Um, yeah. Well, I may. What do I know? I'm not an architect, but uh, I guess that's an elevator. They were in the center, which does kind of make sense. Well, anyway, uh, Andrew. Um, how about Yoda's ship, the ETA two? Uh, yeah, yeah. Now that thing's I, I don't even know if they'll choke on that. That one might just be like a, eating a pea, you know what I mean? That's pretty small. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's the cutest little ship in the game, I gotta say. From the yeah. cutest little character, uh yeah, Yoda does have a little tiny ship that he that he can fly and uh it's just great. I love it. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah you're you're right. I think it might actually it might actually just be swallowable at that point. At that point, that if, one's probably swallowable. If it you know comes I mean? off the stand. If you have the stand, again, the stand will prevent it from going all the way down. That's true. And honestly, they should um, they should definitely, you know, tell people to glue the stands on, quite frankly, because I bet it's not going to be just kids trying to get those things, you know what I mean, I, uh, down the, their throats. I, I bet there's a whole lot of guys out there trying to get these things in their mouths. You know what I mean? Adult men probably trying to. <laughs> right. See if an X-wing, you know what I mean? They just love Star Wars so much. I mean, let's face it, Star Wars fans can be a little uh, intense, Andrew. You know what I mean? <laughs> so there's gonna be. I think there are definitely some uh, some guys out there who are like, uh, mm, I'm, I'm gonna try this tight. I'm gonna try this Tie Fighter out down the old gullet. You know what I mean? Um, right. And so down you the, need you need that gullet. stand down the old boar gullet. Boar gullet. Boar gullet. <laughs> So, what's our ruling, Andrew? I'd say, you know, it's pretty chokeable if the certain things happen, but otherwise, generally, mm, fairly implausible. Right. Oh, you know what? I just thought of one exception to this, though. One, there's one ship that you really got to be careful with. Maybe don't let your kids okay. play with it. Uh, that's going to be Darth Vader's TIE fighter, or really any ship that yeah. Darth Vader is piloting. Yeah, what okay. do they call that, like the advanced TIE or something like that? Yeah, yeah the one where the wings specifically curve, you know, inward um, well, and uh, con- concave, I guess they call that, yeah. whatever. Where... It's, not even, it's not even the fact that uh, the ship is probably shaped to choke on. It's just, if yeah. the Darth, you know what, it's the Darth Vader card. If you have the Darth Vader card out, you're just going to watch out because he's been known to choke people from a distance. So, um, oh, of course. You, know, you got to watch out for the force choke, you know. 
Right. He's kind of a seasoned veteran choker, so... Right. Don't choke yeah, on your point. aspirations, as he says. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, a little bit of punnage there. He is a dad, you know what I mean? Dad jokes are strong with this one. Yes, definitely strong with this one. Andrew, we've truly choked, but now it's time to review on this. Review on this. Review on this. So we choked on this, we're reviewing on this. It's time to read a person's review of the game, not just one person. We're going to read multiple people's review of the game, and we're going to assume kind of what their life is like. You know, what kind of person would write this on the internet for everyone to see? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I've only got one, Andrew. You were right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> How, that would be the um, most no, disappointing. I've actually, yeah, yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, no, Andrew, there are multiple. And let's start with this one. This person gave it a three out of three. And they said, not my theme. Hey, bud, what theme <laughs> do you think this game was going to be that's called Star Wars X-Wing? You know what I mean? <laughs> Did you not your that... theme. What are you even doing with this game then? You know what I mean? And right. your theme? What do you? What? It's your theme now? What? Like they're gonna? You're gonna open a box and you're gonna find uh, David Wars. You know what I mean? A theme all about David, a guy who is bad at reviewing board games. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. Did you say no, he it's gave not it a, be your theme? But did you say he gave it a three out of three? Whoops, three out of ten. No, oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say what is? First of all. What a strange uh, rating scale of only three points. Yeah, there's and, not a lot of flexibility in that rating scale. It's, like, and also, it's either the worst thing in the world, the best <laughs> thing in the world, or okay. You know. Also, he gave it a perfect score and then said, not my theme. I was a little confused. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This person did not like it. Three out of ten, Andrew. Okay, you might have said that. I might have just misheard you, but yeah. All right. No, I think you're right, because that is how I had it written. That's for sure. <clears throat> oh, great. <laughs> Andrew, this person gave it a seven out of ten. And they said, what was wrong with the first edition? If the bugs hadn't been worked out yet, why was it sold to consumers? I'm trying to imagine Monopoly or Parcheesi putting out updated versions that have been playtested to replace the millions already sold. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> this man must not have walked past the board game section in a, a Target or a Walmart for the past 50 years, Andrew, because... If he had, he'd have seen about 20 million different updates and versions of Monopoly. So <laughs> this guy's like, I'm trying to imagine a crazy world where they would like update Monopoly and like do a different version and try to sell that one. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> this might be my favorite review of all time we've had on this. <laughs> Monopoly, <laughs> Monopoly is probably the most updated game out there. Yeah, uh, exactly. It, I haven't looked into it recently. I think it. I don't think they even make the original. I think they only make the new one where it's uh, like a debit card, like electronic thing. I don't think they have. That's a good the... point. I I I dare you to try to find <laughs> a copy of the original game. I dare you to. You know what I mean? Yeah. You. I don't think you can buy it. It's either some wacky theme. You know, some what. And yeah. By the way, there's. Yeah, of course. Paw Patrol Star Monopoly or whatever. Right. Well, I'm, I'm sure that exists. Of course, there is Star Wars Monopoly. No, there's there's like yeah. literally 20 different Star Wars Monopolies out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's like they picked the, the maybe the worst example they could if they were trying to get their point across. Oh my gosh, so that is good. so. That's great. That's great. Andrew, this person gave it a seven out of ten. They said, "Good game. Local area had dead meta, so sold everything." <laughs> wait what <laughs> so andrew that 
<laughs> so the people in his area uh the meta game had died he's saying but it's just like i come on i mean i'm just trying to imagine this person's granddaughter walking up to him and, and just being like meemaw did your local area have a meta you know what i mean and she's like sweetie we don't talk about the load of me- local meta you know what i mean it passed away long ago you know <laughs> just like like it's something that's commonly used the local meta it's like all right come on but <laughs> come on bud uh andrew this person gave it a 7 out of 10 and they said new player bought on release day of the second edition as an obsessive compulsive i found myself unable to stop buying new ships mostly from the first edition and all the conversion packages uh andrew oh no you know i don't this guy's wife telling him that she's worried he's spending all their money on x-wing collectibles and he responds i have a disease it's called obsessive compulsive disorder and it makes you buy a bunch of Star Wars stuff. You ever heard of it? You know what I mean? Just like blaming it on having he, obsessive. He just clearly is buying. He just clearly is addicted to buying Star Wars collectibles. And he's blaming it on <laughs> obsessive compulsive disorder. Pete, you finally did it. You found my review online and read oh, it on our show. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, here. It says here, A. Miller, number one. <laughs> the username is <laughs> username is Pete Steele Stinks. What the heck? <laughs> Andrew. Um, Not Pete yeah. Steele's friend? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's a very long username. It's actually, to be honest with you, I'm not Pete Steele's friend. It's like one. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I just own up to it, Andrew, is what I say. You know what I mean? You're kind of, you're addicted to buying Star Wars collectibles. That's fine. I mean, it's not fine, but you'll work on it. Don't be blaming it on a disease that people really do suffer from that causes them to you know do no, other that, stuff that is a good point yeah i didn't write that you right. know what i mean yeah um so take it down andrew okay delete all right this person gave it an eight out of ten and they said just picked up the core set and it's great fun only issue is that if you don't place your terrain well you'll spend half the game just running into stuff and gaining stress uh hey bud you're running into asteroids half of the game uh that's not the game then my dude you're a bad driver you know what i mean like <laughs> What, there's no way, Andrew. We ran into asteroids maybe once a piece. You know what I mean? Uh, right. Out of every couple of games or something like that. You know what I mean? That's just he's running into asteroids half the game. This guy reviewing cars like, uh, I love the 2015 Dodge Neon. Only problem is it's a little too easy to ram into other cars multiple <laughs> times a day. It's like okay, I think maybe you know, it's not the cars problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> Andrew, this person gave it an 8 out of 10, and they said, Vicious dogfight simulator, lots of bells and whistles to flavor to taste. Okay, maybe one too many analogies at least here, (laughs) Andrew. Bells and whistles to flavor to taste? Okay, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) I I came here to find out whether I should buy the game, Andrew. Now I'm spending the next five minutes thinking about adding bells and whistles to a soup. You know what I mean? No thanks. This guy's buying uh, analogies like they're... Star Wars collectibles, and he's Andrew Miller. Know what I mean? He's just stocking up on them. I can't stop Our, with the analogies. I have a disease. I have obsessive compulsive disorder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Andrew, this person gave it a ten out of ten. They love this game, and they nice. they said they don't call it plastic crack for nothing. Mm-mm. Andrew, how much Bro. you want to bet this guy is the only guy who calls it plastic crack? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't. <laughs> I just can't picture too many people going around doing that. Uh, he like walks into his friendly local game store and he says, 
I'm here for more of that uh, plastic crack each week, and the cashier always is just fake laughs and goes, ha, 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 oh, you, okay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. It's Funny just, joke about crack. Just trying just trying to get that phrase going and nobody's, uh, nobody's enjoying it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, they don't call it plastic crack for nothing, and I mean everybody calling it that. It's like too many people, if you ask me. You know what I mean? Like just like, it's like no uh, one's calling it that, right? It's like <laughs> it's like Mean Girls. Stop trying. It's not fetch is not. Yeah, yeah. Stop trying to make plastic crack happen. Yeah, right. or whatever. <laughs> um, Andrew, this person who gave it a ten out of ten, they love the game, and they said first game to put a smile on my face while the Imperial March played. Uh, did Darth Vader write this review, Andrew? Hello, know what I mean? Smiling while the Imper- Imperial March plays? Come on. <laughs> it's his favorite I think we're song. supposed to maybe not like Darth Vader for much of the movies. I don't know that we're... Isn't it crazy? It, it, we, Andrew, people dress up like stormtroopers all the time, and like it's, it's kind of like, maybe don't do that. Maybe they're the bad guys, my dude. You know what I mean? Uh... <laughs> It's well, like with these new movies. Imagine you show up to a convention, somebody's dressed as the First Order. It's like, uh, hey, bud, I'm pretty sure it's an analogy for Nazism. You know what I mean? Like, maybe don't dress up in the the space Third Reich costume. But anyway, that's maybe that's just me. I mean, well, it is it is a cool costume on the stormtroopers. Now, if yeah. you're a clone trooper, you know, maybe uh, then we're maybe then we're in you know talking. But clearly, most people wear the classic stormtrooper outfit. I think. Uh... Well, fun fact about the clone trooper. Did you know, I learned this recently, they did, They never made a clone trooper outfit for the movies. They're all CGI. Really? Yeah. So, what? Yes. Not, one, not a one. all CGI? It's every single one. Yep. George Lucas has to be stopped, my dude. Every single <laughs> one is CGI. It's insane, right? It's insane. The, the man's allergic to practical effects. It's wild. After he made, after he had the Henson Company make some of the best puppets ever anyway all right (laughs) andrew that was review on this and uh i'm gonna go take a nap real quick and we'll get back to the rest of this episode hold on i'm not gonna be able to nap with all that doorbell ringing andrew just get your door already know what i mean hey whoever it is pete's trying to take a nap all right we just oh never mind (laughs) come on and you're always welcome here dr fraser crane dr fraser crane Okay, I'll stay up, Andrew. I didn't know Dr. Fraser Crane was coming over, even though uh, Dr. Fraser Crane comes over every single episode that we record. Andrew, we're going to count down the top ten phrases that uh, you'll hear someone say while playing this game. Number ten. Cover me, Porkins. Number nine. I'm right with you, Red Three. Number eight. I got a problem here. Number seven. Eject. Number six. I can hold it. Number five. Pull up. Number four. No, I'm all right. Number three. Whoa! Number two. We're here today to honor Jack Porkins. Number one. Hey, everybody. We're going to take a quick time out from the regular show to tell you about a little something called Patreon. Yeah. I've been meaning to look uh, look this up on the internet, Andrew. Tell me more. (laughs) We now have a Patreon where you can pledge some money to show us your support, help us kind of keep the lights on around here. And uh, guess what? There is, at the very introductory level, only $2 a month, you get access. As a thank you, you get access to a monthly bonus episode. More of Pete and I talking about 
uh, board games and really just anything else. We kind of go off script every month um, from our regular show. It's it's a lot of fun. Plus, Wait, Andrew, are you yeah. telling me that for the uh, measly less than a cough, less than a a cup of coffee, uh, and I give you that every month, I get access to even more show that other people don't have access to. That's right. Plus, you also get access to some Pete and I streaming us playing some board games every month. So you get uh, a little bit of interaction what? with us there. Yeah, you can even chat I us. Get to, I get to look look at you, look at your faces, and watch you watch how bad you are at board games, like in real time. It's so fun. So you get this. Plus, there are other levels where you can get other great stuff. So check us out at Patreon.com. That's right. Patreon, which is, of course, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com forward slash Two Can Play That Game podcast. Chess break. All right. It's time for another chess break. Yeah, we got to take a break from all that uh flying around in space, and uh, just calm down and play some chess here. That's right. Good old, old-fashioned Earth chess. Ground, ground, not not even the Star Trek, Star Wars chess, not the one <laughs> where the uh, Rancor Beast slams the dude or whatever. You oh, know what I mean? that's a good... Cool, that you have to let the Wookiee win, you know what I mean? Hollow chess, I think they call that. We should do that game Hollow chess. We gotta review that game. That would, yeah. That'd be great. I'm sure that they... That has to remember. There used to be old hologram arcade games back in the day. Um, yes, that were not good, but uh, they were like eye catching. But uh, somebody must have made like a console like that. But it's probably like a majillion dollars or whatever. <laughs> right. Anyway, no, anyway, we're... Andrew, it's your move, I believe, in our in our Earth game of chess. Okay, it's our ongoing game of chess. It is my move. Um, so here's my move. You ready? My queen is going to be moving for the first time in the game. My queen is just sliding over one space to e3. That's it. Just readjusting. Your queen, my queen. is sliding over. Okay. Yeah. Uh, queen sliding over one space to e3. Did I say e3? I meant e8. E8 is what I meant. I got, you know, I got e3 on the brain. So. That's what yeah, I you're a huge gamer. You know what I mean? I'm a huge yeah. gamer. Uh, yeah, I, just, I mean, you know, the, your queen definitely is sliding over to E3 to check out what the hottest, you know, new Nintendo title is going to be. That's right. You know what I mean? But in our game, meanwhile, she's sliding over to E8. I was looking at our chess break, you know, graphics on uh, our Tumblr, twocanplaythatgamepodcast.tumblr.com. And oh, wow. we, have lo- we have lots of exciting, you know, arrows pointing to where the moves are, and then when we capture, it's a little explosion. This one is just a little tiny arrow just sliding over one space that you can barely even see it. It was it just seemed so not exciting. Scoop. You know. So Beep. Yeah, just you know. You know what I mean? it's do- like uh, you know that you know that part in uh which uh is that hmm, oh man. Which uh, Zelda game is that where the uh the guy slides his butt over and goes wait 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 wait. Oh yeah, is that's, that uh, with Jump Jump? Yeah, that's Ocarina. Okay. That's that's what your queen did. She just went slider slitter butt over a little bit so that you could get into the jub jub. That's right, jabu jabu. Or we called her jub jub. Oh, jabu jabu. Yeah, that's right. We call it. We call we affectionately call it jub jub. That's right. That's right. Hey, speaking of speaking of affectionately, Andrew. Ooh, are we on the same page or what, Andrew? Oh man. And we're about to be on the same call, Andrew, because it's time for acquaintance call in. 
acquaintance call in. Yeah, that's right. It's time for an acquaintance call in. On this segment, we talk to someone or some folks who many shows would refer to as friends of the show. But for our show, that would just be disingenuous, wouldn't it? So let's talk to some acquaintances, just some folks that we know. Andrew, who are we talking to on this episode? Well, Pete, we got two very special guests here to talk Star Wars with us today. We got uh, from the very great show uh, called The Bombad Cast. We got two gentlemen called Scotty J. Rowe and Jerry the Cannon Junkie. Guys, welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, what's Jerry. Up, guys? It's nice to meet you, Jerry. I don't, do I know yeah. you from somewhere? Yeah, Jerry, this is uh, Scotty. Scotty, this is Jerry. Oh, oh right. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, 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 gosh, I love meeting new new people. It's great. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I know of you, but it's it's nice to finally sit down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There hold on. Go. I'm getting yeah. hold on. I'm getting a text from Jerry and it says, get me out of here now, please. You know, I mean, he's already, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not going. I don't like this it's, Scotty guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's fine. I know how to I've I've put up with it for a while now. I think I'll be OK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. and the one thing we should clear uh, uh, the air with up up top is uh, we all sound very comfortable with each other. People, our audience might be kind of sweating, thinking that possibly we're having some friends on the show. So if you guys could just let them know once and for all, we are not uh, friends, right? No, I've never made a no. friend before. Okay, no, I have, so you've got no I, friends. <laughs> I no, have much I've never had a friend. Yeah, no. My, my only friend's this cardboard cutout behind me. Oh, very just... good. Well, that's uh, my only friend is the cardboard cutout that hosts the show with me. You know what I mean? Hey, Zing, oh. uh, Andrew, got him. <laughs> got him. Uh, put him on blast. And I do mean blast George Lucas, TM, 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 blaster, blast, blast. Ooh. You know what I mean? Um, very so, nice. Guys, now speaking of Star Wars, uh, you guys dabble a little bit in Star Wars, right? Uh, what's your What's your background with Star Wars? I think you might even uh, do a podcast about it. Maybe. I well, mean, Jerry and I, bit. Jerry and I are both are both babies of the prequels. So wow. the prequel movies, they they came together and they formed two entities, and we are yep. them. Yes. And yes. Um, yes, and, and I mean, you, I'm the elder. I was like the first out of the womb. I'm the elder baby of the prequels, yes. and then we have Junior down here. It's fun. See, okay. Yeah, Jerry's Jerry's dad is George, and my dad is Rick McCallum. So oh, it's okay. really it's really cool. I was gonna yeah. I was gonna say which of the prequels is the is the mom and which one's the dad, but it's actually just George. <laughs> and, yeah, I gotcha. This makes more sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean See, that, I, that's how we formed. I think Hayden, I think Hayden and Rick made a great couple though. You know, yeah. I mean, Hayden Christensen and, and Rick McCallum, they, they make I'll tell you what, I was in high, I think I was in high school when Phantom Menace came out. And Ooh. I remember to this day thinking, oh, I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm going to wear a shirt. And I wrote on marker on a white shirt. I wrote, uh, may the force be with you. And then I attributed it to Yoda. <laughs> and uh and and nobody nobody corrected me everyone's like sure man just do it. go ahead you're a big okay. nice sure. nice uh, yeah and i was like ah, i never I heard that like story before cool. yes yes <laughs> that's awesome mm -hmm. that's brilliant yeah uh, no jerry jerry and i have a podcast and uh we often have very strange guests like Andrew right here. We've had mm. him on a couple of times. Well, maybe one, once, yeah. maybe even twice. Maybe even wow. twice. The maybe wow, is wow, wow, wow. But, uh, maybe. but yeah, Jerry and I, we have, a, we have an array of friends that show up, including Paul Stanley. So if you're into that sort of thing, mm. um, then by all means, find us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we've been doing for a while now the, a live show. 
yes. um, on Thursdays. And I have to say, I think Andrew would even like if if we had met Andrew before. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, we're past <laughs> that. Um, no, but I, you, I would I would think it's safe to say that it, you should show up for the live show sometimes because yeah. we get pretty crazy. We get into it and we kind of put we we use the audience in there and everything. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I was going to say the, the fun of for me, the fun of the Bombad cast is that it's like a live YouTube show. And so you get to you get to see the same people commenting every week. And then you guys bring in the right. comments and like kind of like a play off of that a bit. And it's just it's like a real uh, community of fans. Um, and you guys are so welcoming to everybody. I just it, it's just it's a fun yeah. time. Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. try, and it, man. Like, we, and, you know, we seriously do. It's a, and it's honestly a real shame that Boss Nass is suing you guys over the name of the podcast. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, we several times. It's, it's we've, been we've had our, one lawsuit. We've <laughs> had our lawyers one. contact him, our Bombad yeah. lawyers, and it's yeah. just, it, it, all, all we get back are, are saliva stained. I was going to say, <laughs> they've been trying to get uh, him on the stand, but they can never just the stenographer. The stenographer is always like uh, writing down, like he's just shaking his jowls. They're like, like <laughs> <laughs> they're just passing out ponchos at the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The judge Everyone is like, the front row, you will recess. It's too wet in here. You know, just, uh, <laughs> See, <if laughs> <it was> the <laughs> worst lawyer to get, by the way. All he does yeah. is say things very dramatically, but they don't mean anything and it's, it's <laughs> awful it's terrible but you know what besides being sued by boss nass we have a good yeah. time and and jerry yeah. and i also host a couple other shows on our own little channel and Ooh. i cover video games and y'all cover our games so like yeah it's kind of a weird synchronicity all... here right and i talk about thing. life on my other show so you guys are living wow. beings and so that's <laughs> for now unfortunately I think. there's you know the I mean? yeah. there's the connection don't there's remind connection. me you know what i mean I don't like any of you, but right. you are all alive, so I can acknowledge <laughs> yeah. that. People with pulses, my favorite people. Love them. Love them. Um, so now, speaking of board games, Scotty, thanks for bringing up um, oh, yeah. the old hobby. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and this episode specifically, we Andrew and I are covering, reviewing, talking about X Wing, uh, Fantasy Flight's miniatures-based game, where you are a ship. You're you you are an anthropomorphic ship. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, there are yeah. pilot cards. There's pilots. pilots in there. Yeah, they're actually they're cool pilot cards. And uh, so you choose a pilot, you choose a ship, and then you zoom all around a, a neoprene mat or whatnot, and oh. uh, and try to shoot your lasers at somebody, which is pretty fun. Um, what's your? Have you guys played this game? I actually no. have not, but I've seen the figures and I want to yeah. own the figures. That's yes. that's what I was that's I what I was that's about to say. Problem. Is I've <laughs> never I've never played it once, yeah. but I want everything I see. I want like the like they made a ghost yes. from it like is. rebels, and I want that so bad. I should have bought like I, I that's one thing I do when I go to Barnes and Nobles. I check, you know, the nerd uh book section, and then I go straight back to the games and look to see if they have that. I, I should have grabbed it the one time I saw it, but sadly, I I just let it slip through my fingers. I know. Well, that's what Andrew and I were have been saying uh, up to this point in the podcast, and probably from here on out too, is that it's if we if this got us at you know a slightly earlier time in our life, we would have just poured cash oh, into yeah. this thing. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I get. There would have been no like way that. that I would like. They would have been. You would have. You would have stepped on all of these little things as you were like walking around any of my early like apartments or places and stuff. I mean, like there's yeah. no way that you would yeah. have not, there would have been no square foot of floor without, yeah. cause there's so many of them. 
Yeah. yeah. You're just like uh, you're just like blindfolding your date or whatever and just being like, no, this is I just want to be romantic. Just leading her past <laughs> all of your X-Wings miniatures. <laughs> <none of me. laughs> what did I just step on? It's like a rose petal. <laughs> it's an old one. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Z95 Headhunter. Should have closed those S-foils. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, they also have one of my favorite ones because we, we, we found a, like a kind of an online... Uh, uh, way to play it basically and so we were able to like generate any of the ships that existed oh, wow. uh basically so oh, we were just having cool. fun going through all of them uh and we found even yoda's little uh eat they call it an eta2 or whatever yeah. it's just like that really little one yeah. that he flies that's really cute too so right. I, I think i'd like to have that one that one's really Yo, that'd be awesome. That is man. really like adorable. It's like he and it's it's funny because I'm sure Yoda would be like, I'm, "Hey, man, this is it's it's built for my size. It's not supposed to be cute, okay?" Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 right. Stop infantilizing me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like I know, I know, I'm a cute, short, green frog man, but yeah. but for crying out loud, guys, like I I can it's kill just- people in this thing. He's just toxically masculine. He's just like, you want to go? You want to go? You know what I mean? Just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a very, yeah, just a toxic man. Oh my gosh. That's he's so like, funny. I could flip three times, you know what I mean? Before you even open your eyes. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah. <laughs> While screaming, sucker. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, um, you mentioned the ghost. We got Yoda ship. Any other, do you guys have like a favorite uh, ship from Star Wars? Scotty, I think I know what maybe what, one of your favorite. What do you uh, think it is? I've seen you post pictures of you as a child uh, with an N1 Starfighter. Uh, is up there the, with your Pokemon cards or something like that, right? See, yes, and you're correct, and and that is Nerd. honestly no, just like <laughs> I, hey, I was five. No, that I'm is my kidding. that is. There's two ships that go, you know, that go neck and neck. I would say the uh, the Lambda um, uh, shuttle from Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah, that one is top that thing tier. Is, there's I something know, so like natural about it. Folding. The way it, it opens like its bird. wings. Yeah, it's amazing, it's so good. right? It's so and good. Uh, the N one, the N one having that you know Art Deco like kind of pulled back design. It's very unlike Star Wars, but it fits because mm. it's you know the glorious era of Naboo and the prequels. So I I I love those two ships so much. They're such cool designs. It is a really cool ship, the N one. I know it's one of the best parts of of Phantom Menace's. It really uh, is. You yes. know what I mean. I got excited the other day. I was rewatching some of Clone Wars. I, I mean, I, I tweeted about like Jangwa City, another Gungan City, or whatever, all that kind of stuff. No, I'm getting yeah. in the weeds. But uh, they <laughs> like it's like the episode where they're like uh, after the Force sensitive children, and they land in that that bay where the the Queen's royal. Uh, uh, starship was in episode one and there are so many like the walls are full of n1s and i was just kind of freaking out just seeing n1s on the clone wars and stuff i'm like i i it's they they're a really awesome design they're like mm-hmm. uh it's like it's like a lamborghini in space it is exactly. actually it's a good way to put yes. it yellow yes just like uh, you know, Mace Windu and his uh, midlife crisis buying an in one. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> right, right. It's like, <laughs> do I really need this? I think I need this. <laughs> He's like, it, it like, cut to him. Like, I just imagine, like, he. It's just, it feels like when uh, uh, Stanley from The Office or something had like a midlife crisis, and he like got rented the Lamborghini. He has like, yep. like you've got like uh, 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 Mace Windu in like the the fedora. You know, yeah. drive around like call me, call me Mace, call me Mace, uh, call me Mace, yeah, call me Mace, baby. You know? The council's like, hey, we're not supposed to really be. We're kind of like not into like things and like owning things and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, he is. He's like, he would, he Sheila would isn't a thing. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's, like, he's like, you know what? Mind your business, Yaddle. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, he would be into that, too, because he's the he's the only one showing off with that purple lightsaber. You know, he's like, oh, you had to be different. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Come on. OK, Jerry, we got to tune in with you, though. How about what's a, what's a ship that's on your mind running through your mind all day? I I kind of am all about the freighters. And stuff, Ooh, you know, like fire. like the I mean, of course, I've got I've got that uh, vintage collection uh, Batu uh, uh, Falcon on my dresser right now because I'm single. But uh, that's not the only reason. <laughs> but uh, I've got it. It's the only place I can put it. It's huge. But there's something about, I do. I mentioned the ghost and I right now off the top of my head, I can't think of anything other than the ghost. Just I love how that kind of combines those classic elements i love of the falcon but it's got like it feels more livable like it feels like there's more space to to uh, not to you know channel stepbrothers to do activities and stuff you know <laughs> but like you know they've got like actual every crew person has a room which is cool yeah. um it, it's got like the cool like world war ii influence like bubbles like on the front and on the yeah. top like the gunner yeah. areas it's got its own little shuttle that comes out. That thing's a. That's a toy. That is like a twelve-year-old's dream yes. ship. Right. Like that. It's got like it's got the it's got the cool shuttle that comes out. Like that's like that thing was made with toys in mind. Yes. But it feels so real and it feels so um, practical to that universe that I just don't know why anyone else flies anything other than one of those cool things. It just it's got that cool diamond shape too. I don't know. I just yeah. I'm I'm all about that. Was it the I I don't even know the VCX something or whatever it's a doesn't, it's doesn't han bet it in solo doesn't he he, bet he bets ship? yeah that's the that's yeah. the one uh han and solo uh he lies he and tells not, uh yeah. lando, lando that he has yeah he has a ghost uh uh-huh. oh no whatever way. style ship and it's it's a corellian it's a so corellian cool. ship those corellians just yeah. know how to make really really good space winnebago's good <laughs> i'm right with you i'm right with you on that one jerry i think i uh, if memory serves, I may have already said this, or maybe I'm about to say this on this episode that I love those freighters as well, because <laughs> because you have a place to like sleep in there, your little bunk. Yeah, I'm right with right. you exactly. Yep. Yeah. And you can still outrun people. Like you 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 can lead fighters into battle in those things. You can like like it's still they're not like it's not like driving a Winnebago. <laughs> apparently, mm-hmm. it like it has the speed and all that kind of stuff, you know. That's, well, yeah. Uh, and speaking of bringing soldiers into battle, one of my favorite ships that sticks out to me is literally just the troop transporter. Uh, because of that scene that I think is real, uh, you know, uh, bad A. You know what I mean? When when Yoda <laughs> arrives with those troops on, oh, um, oh man, yes. at that battle, and it's and they're just like he's, uh, and he's just like let's roll. You know what I mean? Just they and they jump yeah. off into the. It's that, that around, always sticks in my mind. You know, around I mean? the survivors, a perimeter create. It's the most. I, yeah, I was yes, that's one of the best lines ever. I always get it wrong. I get it so mixed up as a kid all the time. I was like, I don't know what he's even saying, but I love it. Why would you get Have that he, mixed so up? So I get you were you were all. probably excited about the Lego. That came out like they said they they've got the giant uh, mm-hmm. troop transport. I'm like oh man, that that oh, gunship yeah. is just incredible, dude. Beautiful. It's yeah, just it's I so know, iconic right? to that era. How about uh, how about ship battles? I mean, are Ooh. there ship battles that stick out to you? Um, I was trying to watch through some um, today, and uh, I think um, let me think. 
the one uh from well andrew and i both love rogue one um mm-hmm. so much and so that battle scotty loves uh, rogue one too i know yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a movie my mind my mind actually went to rogue one honestly yeah that wow. battle above scarif yeah well and and mainly because as i was rewatching it today i was like that that part where they they take the ship and they ram, you know, one of the Imperial um, cruisers into the, the hammerhead or whatever. Corvette. And it, yeah, yeah, it's, I was Aww. like, that's just so cool. That's so cool. There's just something is, about that's I that feels like the biggest space battle we've gotten in the modern era. It is. Yeah, and it, is. it it ah, there there was a lot of cool stuff. Um, just seeing those old ships and everything fly around the way they pulled in, like the the. Uh, the footage they didn't use of mm-hmm. like uh, a yeah. gold leader and red leader yeah. in there seamlessly. And yeah. I freaked yeah. out. No one else in the theater knew you know, what was going on. I'm like, ah, there's the it's guy. So there's the guy. Cool. It's yeah. John Dutch Vander. Um, right <laughs> <laughs> I love the only guy spelled just like it's not J O N it's J O H N. He's yeah. just, he's <laughs> just a John. He's John. Like, well, I am John. People, my friends call me Dutch. So. Yeah, but in Star <laughs> Wars, he, he's got by. a really weird name. You know, everybody thinks that his name is really weird. Yeah, right. They're funny? like, you man, were you from some other galaxy or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> See, like my name is John. People call me Dutch because I look Dutch. Like, What's that? <laughs> What's that even? <laughs> well, you know what's funny? Rogue One does take the does take the uh, crown for the new se- like the sequel trilogy of the Disney era. But yeah. like, you know. It's funny. I think most people are going to think my answer is going to be the Phantom Menace, which is a great battle scene. But it's great yeah. because oh. you've got four other things going on. What the best, the best, I think will always be to me is Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. it, when I watch it now, I'm baffled as how did they do, like, how did they perfectly execute that whole entire scene? And, like, you know, with the, with the effects they had back then, and it's barely been touched up. It's gorgeous yeah. it's it's insane yeah. right and yeah. um the music still slaps into the trap is the name of the song that is like whoo it's still into like it gets trap. me going some dun, good yeah. emotional dun, beats dun, in dun, that dun. In, in well i mean i mean good emotional beats to return of the jedi i'm sorry i i went back to you mentioned the episode one space battle yeah. and uh, there's some good emotional beats in that one as well yes, I, don't know, I, might, I might choose that one because i love how Anakin flies into it on autopilot, mm-hmm. then goes around. You've got that yep. that amazing sequence at the end where Whoa. he blows it up from the inside, and you've got the pilots <laughs> commenting on it, That's and the amazing. whole swell of the bump, mm-hmm. yep, like with him flying out of that. Yeah. Like I get chills every time, and they uh, and they specifically say it's one of us. They go, oh, it's one of our, it's one of us, one of ours, yeah, yeah, you know yeah I mean? one of ours and, out of the main uh, hole, and, and it's like wow. So now he yep. now Anakin is officially one of you, huh? You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And just that they, they all are cheering together. It doesn't matter yeah. that well, he's wait. a kid in the cockpit. Like they're all just like, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I I took your spots. Well, no. If I'm not mistaken, the same music plays when Lando launches out, right? Is it Ooh. is it is it similar? I don't remember. It's a little Scott. different, but it's but it's like it is like a very it's very like celebrationy yes. and very yes. like very uh what's the word I'm looking for? Just very very like uh, uh bombastic. Yeah, there it's just like, <laughs> bah, 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 you know, oh, well, like because it, it's the, like the explosion Yahoo! gets ahead of them and then whew, they fly through yeah. the explosion. Oh, yeah, sick. there's something to know. it, you know, both of those are really good. And yeah. and uh, and one of the things that sticks out about uh, the the Jedi Return of the Jedi star fight above Endor is Lan- speaking of Lando, Lando is such a great 
I mean, character in general, but like such a sure. great person to be leading an attack, a star ship attack. You know what I mean? He's such a great pilot right. character. You know what I mean? And, uh, and all of the acting from Billy D in that is great where he, that whole, you know, it's like, well, why, how could they be jamming if they don't even know that we're here? You know, like that whole thing. Yeah. Like right. that. And it, it's just like, it, there's something about that character, Lando and, and Billy D uh, uh, that just, it, you're like, this is great. It's yeah, it must have been that little maneuver he made at the Battle of Tanab. That Tanab. Uh, uh, George dude. Lucas heard about that. That is like, one of my. I gotta get that guy in my space movie. That Can I say an underrated one? one? An underrated one that I guess wouldn't even count necessarily, but the asteroid chase in Empire is like also. <gasps> I count that. Special, That's yeah. awesome. That might be my favorite. Yeah. Galore. That's still for that time. Yeah. yeah. It yes. still is exciting. Just the way they're flying. And then he goes into the big one and they're flying through the canyon and everything. I mean. All of that. One of the aspects of this game is you have to set up an asteroid field in the middle of the board before you play. You know, uh, maneuvering has to happen there. So I was thinking, you know, if you wanted to recreate, I was thinking, man, it'd be cool to like recreate one of these battles from the movies in this game. Yeah. After playing this game, I quickly realized no way that would take like a week to complete because (laughs) (laughs) it's much slower than in the movie, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Like in this game, you like secretly choose which movement you want to take and then you reveal it and then you move your ships around using like rulers like it's very like exact basically oh, cool. to try to like um yeah so um, it's, it's like like a like a world war ii movie from like the exactly. 50s or something like <laughs> exactly. i'm gonna push exactly. this person across right. the board it, it's trying to like use precision as like an element of it where it's like yeah i mean That's you cool. gotta land awesome. in the right place to be able to you know what i mean so like the idea of recreating to make the shot yeah the exactly and so yeah it would take forever just because even andrew and i you know playing with like three characters total three ships total takes like two hours or whatever so imagine a big starfight like this is pretty nuts yeah yeah yeah. i mean it probably is like the ilm guys probably secretly made this game okay they probably worked with like was it yeah whoever i forget uh west coast or whatever um to uh make this because they're like this is how it this is how it is guys this is how it is choreographing yeah, this is, these ginormous <laughs> fights. Yeah. Well, also, this is how it easy is. It, is it? You know, yeah. One thing I'll yeah. say too, at Celebration every year, they have a big tournament. So if, uh-huh. if you go to Star Wars Celebration or if you're a big fan of, you know, those kind of games, I mean, they mm-hmm. have like a big tournament. And I remember walking Makes by sense. and like, you know, a bunch of sweaties just like us are like <laughs> steady <laughs> moving their things around. It's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. fun to watch. I watched one yeah. match. You should have Andrew, Andrew and I that. have those same stories of like walking by big tables, seeing like yes. uh, these huge oh, star man. star uh, ship battles and stuff like that, and being like, uh, "Hello, what's this?" Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this this Whoa. intrigues me. Right? Yeah, it yeah. it is. You see it also at board game conventions as well, and and uh, yeah. you know, it's just it is. It has that effect. You're like, wait, wait a second. Let me just stop and watch for a few minutes. Yes, they, they should. That's what I said. These should be spectator sports. You should have like you should have bleachers <laughs> set up. You should have like in like pay-per-view yeah. yeah someone's done it like really someone's quiet no i bet if we somehow introduce this as like a way to bet i feel like we can make it a thing because that that's how you make Ooh. something happen in in the u.s is money right so if you can somehow create like betting on this you know what i mean only, I money. Make it happen. <laughs> only money, only money. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, brilliant 
And obviously part of the thing, like the phenomenon that we're talking about where you're walking by and going like, you know, it really catches your eye and, you know, you, you become the guy from the meme, you know what I mean? Uh, looking at the, <laughs> but it, but instead of the other girl, it's, it's a star Wars X-wing or whatever. Hold on, remind um, me, Johnny, remind me. Yeah. We got to make that meme. We got to make that meme. You can but, have like the girl maybe have like an X-wing is, head or something. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> maybe your, your actual girlfriend in the meme is risk or something. Um, and you're looking at x-wing or something like that but uh one of the reasons it catches your eye so much is like as we touched on earlier the miniatures just look great so like immediately you know what i mean like so detailed it's not like you're walking by and watching somebody play i don't know backgammon or chess or something like that and you're like okay Mm -hmm. whatever there's some pieces or whatever you're like uh whoa what the that's the ship you know what i mean Mm -hmm. or whatever like that looks good um and so one of the things we wanted to ask you guys was like miniatures or collectibles in general is that something that you delve into um in your lives and and because i mean you could you could collect so many ships as part of this game if you wanted to Pete, people collect star wars stuff i didn't know about this (laughs) yeah it's a new phenomenon andrew ever since the uh ever since rise of skywalker it seems to have gotten big you know what i mean (laughs) right right oh okay yeah you know it's as it goes, I'm not in a room surrounded by stuff. No, it's fine. See, I was gonna say, like, I don't, I don't purposely go out and search for stuff. I, and <laughs> there's exceptions, but like, I don't purposely go up or go out and look for stuff like all the time. But if it finds me, I'll get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's yeah, some yeah. things in particular, like, very fond of. Like, I have a Boba Fett cardboard cutout behind me that I found two days before that first episode of Mandalorian season two came out. And like Ooh, Boba Fett was I back, right? That. So like, wow. like I got it that Wednesday, <laughs> and it came out that Friday, and like I was like, "Sucker, I got this for like eighteen bucks." So yeah, like, there's something yeah. like that where you're like, wow. "I gotta get that." I got that's there's something to that, but yeah, I don't yeah. know, Jerry. What about you, dude? I don't know, I man. Like I, I've, I mean, well, as you can see, I've got like, well, you can't see if you're listening to this. My bad. Um, I've got, I've got <laughs> stuff all over my walls. For the listeners yeah. and stuff, I've got Star Wars posters out the wazoo. My prized mm-hmm. one is I've got this like Empire Strikes Back. Um, I think what is it mm-hmm. like? Uh, it's great. 40th anniversary yes. poster, mm-hmm. poster, which is fantastic. I want to see like more posters done that way and everything. Right. I want to see and all like an, recreations in that style. Yeah, this is an artist's um, rendition, I guess. Basically, this is an artist's take on on an Empire Strikes Back poster, right? It's really right. nice looking, very well illustrated and colored. And so you guys have kind of mastered working in your collection as mm-hmm. decoration, I would say, as sure. a way to oh, literally to wallpaper your life, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's to surround right. yourself with it, but also make it, you know, not to not clutter your life up too much. No, there's, right, there's because I don't have, have totes to full of stuff. I don't have totes full of stuff as well. Right. No, right. Yeah. Not at all. That's funny. The way you say that is, yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, 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 I do. I have one in front of me actually right now. (laughs) (laughs) But you can't see it. It's not, yeah, right. It's it's in a tote though. You know what I mean? This side of the room looks great, right? Yes, right. There's a reason the camera is facing this. (laughs) The tote side of the room is the tote side. It's a Star Wars tote. All right. It's a a gonk droid. So that's, you know. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's gonky. That's his name. That's amazing. Wow, his feet are getting burned. But oh man! Yeah, like, oh, sorry, bud. Hold on, I got to turn that. I got to turn that heat down. It's, it's cold up here in the great, the great white north. So, well, uh, th- guys, this has been great uh, talking Star Wars with you guys. I, I can't think, you know, who better to talk Star Wars with at this point uh, yeah. on our show. So, uh, thanks again for coming on. Can you guys tell us uh, where our listeners can find you guys? I can tell you this much: we're on YouTube. 
And Ooh. all you have to do is search the Bombad Cast. We've got a viral video on that page. Yeah. And everything, if you subscribe, if you click notifications, every time we go live, which is three times a week, you will see our beautiful faces. So mm, Monday yes. is Hyper Focus with Jerry. It's his show. Uh, Wednesday is Bombad Gaming with me. That's my show. And then we have our show, the the uh, flagship show, the Bombad Cast, every Thursday live at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. So it's a blast. I mean, if, if you like Star Wars and you like fun conversations, this is the this is the place to go to. Seriously. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of Paul Stanley and, and a coffee references. But also, yes. <laughs> yeah, follow us on Twitter, too. I'm at the Cannon Junkie. And yep. Scotty, you're you're at the Scott the J. J. Rowe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we need more followers. Go ahead. Go, like, beef, beef up our, our social uh, stuff, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm sure our listeners will. Well, uh, again, guys, thanks for coming on. That's been uh, Scotty J. Rowe, Jerry the Cannon Junkie from the Bomb Bad Cast. Everybody go watch, listen, subscribe, follow. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Stay Bomb Bad. Hey, guys. Stay Bomb Bad. Bye-bye. Man, that was wild. That was a bomb bad time, huh? But bomb, more like a bomb good time. You know what I mean, Andrew? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, if I had the choice, I would rather stay talking to them for eternity, Andrew. Uh, but I, <laughs> speaking of choices, but I, I don't have that choice, Andrew, but I do have these choices. It's time for Would You Rather? Would You Rather? Would You Rather is the segment where, of course, we're going to play a good old-fashioned game of Would You Rather. Would you rather play this game of Star Wars X-Wing or blank? Wow. Okay, Pete, so I'm going to start us off here. I got one for you. Um, Would you rather play Star Wars X-Wing or would you rather be an extra in a Star Wars movie? Wow. I would definitely mm-hmm. want to be an extra in the movie, Andrew. I'd get my foot in the entertainment business, baby, and then be enshrined in a probably movie that uh, a movie that most uh, probably nerds think is horrible, you know what I mean, and and debate and get very angry about and yell about online, you know what I mean? What a dream. Well, I think yeah, I think you picked correctly. The the uh, the great thing about being an extra in a Star Wars movie, it, it's probably the best type of movie to be an extra in because you're guaranteed like an action figure and an entire backstory. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like... Well, and also, every... like, it's, it, you know, like, if I'm an extra in some HBO show or something like that, I'm probably... They probably just, like, put... Uh, they're like, okay, here's your converses and, like, get out there and just be a guy, you know what I mean, and drink, a, drink right. an orange juice or something like that. But if I'm an extra in Star Wars... They might be like, all right, so here's your bug exoskeleton, you know what I mean? And here's the weird hookah <laughs> thing that you're smoking on, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, right. this rocks, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, That's Andrew, would you rather play Star Wars X-Wing or perform the Holdo maneuver, Andrew, which is, of course, uh, the maneuver that <laughs> Vice Admiral Holdo performs uh, in... Um, La- is it Last Jedi? <laughs> uh, Last Jedi, correct, yeah. Phew! Um, where uh, she just drives that ship at light speed through the uh, the enemy there, making it explode. So, you know, um, would you rather play the game or uh, go on a suicide mission to save your friends? Ah, uh, man. It's a good... Well, it didn't really... Even... I guess it did save them, yes. But they were still... Bought on them the some run precious time. It bought them time. You're right. You're right. The Holdo maneuver. It's funny you brought the, the Holdo maneuver. This is what 
I feel like we were saying this all the time when we play this game of we called of right because we we called every, <laughs> every maneuver. special maneuver in the game that we pulled the holdo maneuver because we couldn't remember the names uh, the complicated names of the other maneuvers so any kind of like special move we made we we're like oop another holdo maneuver yeah my favorite is in the next Star Wars movie they're like well could we try the holdo maneuver and they're like come on that's a one in a one in a million shot like they had yeah. to like explain <laughs> why you why you can't just do that all the time which um, <laughs> made no sense. It's great. I love it. Um, I would rather play this game. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, but I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. I guess that's probably the right way to to do it. Know what I mean? Um, because probably uh, if I'm if I'm playing this game, I'm probably not involved in some intergalactic war. So I'd rather. Yeah. I can't it. find myself ever needing to drive my spaceship, you know, through another one necessarily. You know, God willing. Right. You know what I mean? I, I'll. I've. I will have aged out of the draft. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, a lot of people might think, well, if I were in Star Wars, you know, I'd be Admiral Holdo. I'd be, you know, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. No, I'd be I'd be at home not getting involved yeah. probably is what I'd, I'd be. I'd be on Coruscant, hopefully, you know what I mean? Playing right. a video game. Yeah, playing a playing a hollow playing hollow chess, you know what I mean? Right, exactly. And watching on the news as the rebels, you know, <laughs> blow up a spaceship or whatever. Okay, Pete, would you rather play X-Wing or uh, take a ride on Star Tours in Disneyland slash Disney, Disney World. Mm, um, interesting. It's a motion simulator. Motion, motion simulator with a robot guy. A motion simulator. I'm actually pretty all caught up on motion, Andrew. I don't really need it simulated in my life. I, uh, I've i been studying motion for about, uh, you know, 36 years now, Andrew. I don't, I don't, I don't need to... <laughs> it's an oxygen simulator. It's like, eh, I actually breathe it every day. Um, Andrew, I would... Honestly, I'd rather play this game. I'm just not a. Yep. I'm. Not, I'm not trying to, you know, take a trip to a theme park these days and, uh, you uh, know, wade wade through a sea of people to get on a ride. No thanks. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. I picked Star Tours because uh, that's an old. That one's been around since like I think like the 90s or 80s, maybe even. It's it's mm. older. There's a bunch. Of, there's a bunch of new Star Wars stuff which I've never seen there before, uh, which might be more interesting, maybe. But yeah, that this yeah. one's kind of like very dated and now i would watch a youtube video of somebody going on the star tours you know there I mean? you go now we're talking baby <laughs> i could stay at home you know on coruscant you know what i mean and watch uh, youtube St- watch a uh, star youtube or whatever you know That's whatever right. they would call it you know andrew would you rather play star wars x-wing or look at the size of that thing <laughs> cut the chatter red too um <laughs> Now that I, uh, would mean that you were directly in front of the Death Star. You know what I mean? Right. So. Right. I yeah, I get the reference. I get, I got that reference. That's my Captain America impression. Mm. I got that reference. Um, <laughs> now what's Captain America, I, Andrew? No, just taking it off. Andrew. <laughs> now explain Captain America reference. to me. No, no, no. Um, I would rather play this game again. I'm not getting involved in any of your wars in the star. Just keep trying uh, to drag you into the yeah rebellion. You <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> Although Wedge Wedge is an underrated character, the guy who says that line. Uh, yeah, I, I do enjoy that character. I think he needs a little bit. Wedge Antilles, time. isn't that his name? That's, that's right. That's right. It's a great name. Wedge Salad is his name. The, Wedge Salad Antilles. Wedge the man Antilles. <laughs> no, no, no. That's right. That's where the uh, the designer of this game got his name. Yeah. Okay, Pete. Would you rather play this game or? Just collect the ships, not take them out of the packaging in hopes that their value will increase over time. Mm, 
I'd play this game, Andrew. I'm not gonna oh. be the guy that. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm not. I'm not investing in Star Wars miniatures. Thanks very much. You know what I mean? I. Uh, <laughs> that's not. Uh, I, I don't want to. I'm not trying to clutter up my house with stuff that might with Beanie Babies essentially stuff that might become valuable <laughs> later. Like if it was guaranteed that it would appreciate in value, I guess I would do it. But it would have to also be a a big appreciation in value. You know what I mean? I'm not taking any. Right. Uh, any flyers and in, in uh, I'm not really well, much of were... a gambler too, honestly, for that for that matter. Uh-huh. So, uh, so I so I, I don't think I. You have to be a, a mixture of like a hoarder and a gambler to be the guy that uh, you know is collecting things because they might be worth more in the future. The Beanie Babies thing is just so funny to me that uh, that it Tragic. never panned out. I mean, maybe maybe people listening to this like 40 years in the future are like, "What are you talking about? Beanie Babies are super." Yeah. Uh, what are these guys the biggest idiots in the world (laughs) that meanwhile they're like sitting on an empire built by beanie babies yeah in the year 2050 now pokemon cards have been uh have you seen that pokemon cards are worth quite a bit these days Um, really i'm sitting on a few of those yeah yeah i I traded i traded some pokemon cards back in the day for some magic cards Uh, oh big mistake mistake. and then just put them in a backpack and they probably got all bent and stuff like that so yeah whoops (laughs) <laughs> Andrew, would you rather play Star Wars X-Wing or have Babu Frick pop up from your lap and say, hey, hey, directly to oh. the audience? Okay, see, you keep trying to pull me into these Star Wars for <laughs> real, right? And I, I don't want to put is... myself in harm's way. But, but... yeah. I'm signing up for that mission. Yeah, okay? Andrew, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's how they. That's how they get me. You know what I mean? I'm. I. They keep trying to pull me in, and I'm like, I'm actually a pacifist. And then they're like, Yeah, but you'll be able to meet Babu Frick. In fact, he'll sit on your lip, uh, your lap. And I'm like, so, signing. I'm signing so hard, my pen is going through the paper or whatever. <laughs> and I go, You have another piece of paper? You know. Just... <laughs> that's how you can get. That's how you can get us to sign up for the military. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, well, you want. You want to fly a fighter jet? No, thanks. What? Babu Frick is going to be there. Okay, I'll sign up. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a bunch of like meatheads or whatever, and they're just like, you know, they're like, oh my God, is that a, uh, you know, T-41, blah, 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 or whatever. And you and I are just like looking at our feet, and then all of a sudden like Babu Frick walks by, and we go, oh my God, is that a Babu Frick? Yeah. The droid Smith. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know, Pete, I really hope we never live to see a world without Babu Frick, you know? Ooh, that's such a bleak, bleak idea of the world, Andrew. It's almost post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic. Time for post-apocalyptic, people. The world is done, and there's only one copy of this game left now you and i are going to be fighting over this game for our tribes here theoretically right. so what weapon are we bringing to this fight um which actually now that i'm reading the description of this segment pete i'm wondering one copy of this game what does that mean is it just the starter pack or are, is it every ship and card that exists uh because oh interesting i didn't even think about this when i was uh planning before Oh, are you? Are you uh, oh, this is a question you're asking me directly. Um, yeah. No, it, I'd say anything. Anything. So it has it has everything. Yeah, we're gonna assume it has everything. Wow, a full okay. Okay, so we're gonna be talking about every single ship in the game, every car, every character card you can get. 
Um, yeah, let's say we've collected o- over time. Uh, we've had enough time to, you know, sca- scavenge the uh, wasteland for, you know, going picking through the wreckage of cars and houses to find every every ship. Okay, wow, that's a lot of effort. Um, and now we have to fight. <laughs> we have to. We have yeah. to uh, fight over it. Okay, well, here's what I'm bringing. You ready? What? Uh, I'm bringing some Gungan Goo Balls. You know those Ooh. blue electric... So I'm hoping that you... Because, see, this yeah, is all what this game is all about. I think they're called Addle Addles or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, maybe. He says, do you have a Booma? He says that. Uh, Misa, me, me no, have a Booma. I think those huh. are the small ones, maybe. maybe oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Addle Addle might actually be the... Um, um, the name of the real life uh, thing of it. Uh, oh no, no, there it is. It is. It's Adelatl, an energy ball, or Gungan Adelatl, uh, was a Gungan throwing stick used to throw energy balls a longer distance than the naked arm could achieve. Okay, by the way, you don't have to say the naked arm could achieve. That's what an odd <laughs> sentence, Wikipedia. <laughs> just try. They're just trying to you sneak the word naked into a jar jar. You know what I mean? <laughs> Classic Wikipedia. Always trying to. Well, See that's how many because, times they can refer to naked during Jar talking about Jar Jar. That's because Jar Jar wears that that sleeveless shirt. He doesn't have sleeves that is on true. his it arms. Is, it is truly a naked arm. That is true. Yeah. So to that's be why fair. they say that. That's okay, so you're bringing that, huh? Um, well, interesting. So the adult. It sounds like the adult adult is the catapult that throws them. I'm the just bringing stick. a bunch. And then a booma is the actual the ball. ball. Yeah. Yeah, Fair so I'm bringing enough. a satchel, satchel of goo balls, boomas. You got a whole uh, because satchel I was hoping. Wow. Yeah. Well, I was hoping that. See, this is how this X-wing game works. You reveal at the same time and hope that your opponent did one thing. So I was hoping you brought something like electronic, like a. I thought you were gonna say you were gonna bring like a laser gun or something because this would, right this because works. clearly right this is the yeah. this is the uh, analog beating the digital yeah. I hear right. you. Well, Andrew, unfortunately for you, I am bringing the MC-85 Star Cruiser, which is what the... <laughs> <laughs> that's what the Radis was, Andrew, which was famously used by Vice Admiral Amelin Holdo for the Holdo Maneuver. Andrew, I'm going to pull... I'm pulling a Holdo Maneuver on you. And no! we're, both, we're both going out, Andrew. Sorry. If I can't have the game, nobody can have the game, Andrew. Me and you are gonzo, baby. And I don't mean the Muppet. I mean... We're, d- we're done. And our tribes, Andrew, they just got to get on without us because I hold low maneuvered you. Wow. It'll just be the Gungan Goo Balls playing this game. Our tri- uh, our tri- yeah. Our tribes are going to... Your Gungan Goo, goo Balls are uh, spilling out of the satchel all over the place, you know, in, in <laughs> slow motion as a song plays, you know what I mean? Right. And uh, in memory of... Uh, Andrew Miller and uh, his murderer Peter Steele, you know what I mean, and um, and then the tribes are like crying and dabbing their eyes, and they go, "That was a one in a million, you know, chance." <laughs> <laughs> now, Andrew, uh, so in this case, nobody gets the game, so that's great. Uh, and it was a one in a million, and that's how many times I can pull that off. But uh, more pressing question andrew is how many plots how many plots okay this is it's time for our classic segment it's called yep. how many plots uh that's this right, is the time of the right. show where 
we find out how many Uncar Pluts are in this game. That's right, right Andrew. I figured, uh, you know, we haven't done this one for a while. This might be an okay one to do it for, know what I mean? Might, maybe. You know, there might be some uh, Uncar Pluts in this game, maybe. Okay, so let's uh, figure it out here. Let's figure it out. Well, Andrew, luckily for you, I did figure it out, baby. I did my research, and as far as I can tell, there are two Uncar Pluts in this game, Andrew. Thought, uh, you, bet, nice. you, you probably thought I was going to say one, because there's only one in existence, is technically in the Star Wars realm. But there happen right. to be two, Andrew, because there's a pilot card in this game of Uncar Plut. That's right, you can play as Uncar Plut piloting a ship. Uh, but there's also an upgrade card, so you can actually have wow. an Uncar Plut, you know, uh, sidekick essentially that that helps you out with the battle too. So there's two different instances of Uncar Plut in this game. He does yeah. pilot, by the way, Andrew, a ship called the Quadrajet Transfer Space Tug, which is That's... you got to admit, pretty hilarious thing to call a spaceship. Space Tug, huh? Okay, SpaceTugs.com. Okay, sure. Uncar Plot can go ahead and pilot <laughs> the Space Tug, I guess, Andrew. Uh, and you know how everybody was like, I love Uncar Plot and the way he serves portions. But what we really need to do is see what it would be like if he piloted a ship, Andrew. Know what I mean? I think that's the. I think the ship you're referring to. I think in the movie they call it the Quad Jumper. I think they're about to steal that. Uh, I think. Oh, so they, uh, they don't even take advantage of the... Uh, so they're also embarrassed by the name of it being the, <laughs> the Quadrajet Transfer Space Tug. Right. Okay. They're, they're about to steal it, and then it gets it gets blown up, and then they say the garbage will do it, and it's Millennium Falcon. Uh, ah. and, and then, of course, Uncar says his famous line, which I, I, gotta, I didn't look at these cards, B, but you can probably confirm this for me. It's got to say his famous line on there. That's mine! Right? <laughs> and so... I assume that like his special move is like he says that's mine, and then like all of a sudden you can control your opponent's ship because they all belong. Oh, to him. now see, this is now you're playing. Um, I just got my expanders out, and you're creating a new card. Hey, Fantasy <laughs> right. Flight, hit us up because we can make all of your Babu Frick and Uncar Plut cards that you'd need. Um, by the way, no Babu Frick in this uh, currently in this uh, game, Andrew. So. Wow, what a my, bleak... Not, not saying it's okay. going to affect my score, but just saying uh, it's possible, Andrew. You know what I mean? Uh, speaking oh, which, of... Uh, uh, which does remind me. You know, yeah, Pete, it's time to ask that all-important question. How thirsty are the... No, I'm kidding. Yeah, uh, how, <laughs> how thirsty are these plots? You know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> well, he does control all the portions of water, Andrew, so I think his thirst is satisfied. <laughs> No, it's time to say two could play this game, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? That's right, Andrew. It's time to find out how sure we are that two people should play this game from zero to 100% sure. Andrew... I am 82% sure that two people should play this game, Andrew. Ooh. I like it. I do like it. It ain't my favorite thing in the world, Andrew, but it is good. Um, I love secretly choosing your movement of your ship and then revealing it. I know you love that, too. I'm sure you're going to talk about that. That's something it's we have both loved about games in the past. The um, best part of this game, I think. It's I really think good. It's kind of like... Um, 
Stratego kind of in that. You know what I mean? Where you have like some hidden mm. information in front of it and then you see how it plays out. Um, or but, or you, um, know what it's, you know what it's really like is another Star Wars game that we reviewed a while back. Star oh, Wars yeah. Lightsaber Dueling Pack. Yeah, it's actually a lot like that. That's a good point because you literally pick the move you're going to make and then reveal it and then resolve it. Yeah. Wow. Star Wars Except is good, this man. This one's you know? in space. This yeah. one's in space, though. This one is uh, space lightsaber duel. Well, well and so was that, I guess, that... technically. Well, that one is in space, yeah. too, Andrew. Uh, so, well, you know? aren't we well, I guess all it was space? on... Uh, um, wait, where did they fight? Was that on the Death Star? No, that was on... Uh, oh, well, that was on a ship. That was on a Star Destroyer, I guess, right? No, they were on the Death... Well, in Return of the Jedi, they were in on the Jedi? Death Star. Oh, Jedi, yeah. they were on the Death Star. Okay. But in... Uh-oh. Star Empire Wars fans just about to blow up our <laughs> blow up our in, inbox know what i mean right in empire they were on cloud city but no um oh yeah <laughs> what was I gonna say? that's right empire is cloud city <clears throat> that that lightsaber dueling game was based on if you remember that was based on an older game called ace of aces which was world war one dog fighting which i think oh. is this is kind of like a physical that's in of just a booklet this is almost like a physical manifestation of that yeah, so this game actually already kind of existed, Andrew. You're totally right. Ace of Aces was, I bet, uh, and that guy, we should talk to that guy at some point and ask him how he feels about this because they kind of kind of ripped his thing off, quite <laughs> frankly. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, because well, in that game, you could like choose, like, well, I'm going to I'm gonna bank right or I'm going to bank left, and I'm going to, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then maybe right, they would exactly. be in your crosshairs or whatever. Interesting. And it, and quite frankly, Andrew, speaking of dogfighting, it's cool how they recreate that feeling of being in a dogfight ship battle. You know what I mean? Because, like, you're trying to get somebody in your sights, but they keep moving, and so you have to keep moving yourself and keep repositioning. And like, but also like, you can't you can't just stop and turn 360 degrees or whatever. Like, you do have to like turn the ship around. So like yes. you. If you make a wrong move, you're going to be kind of in a path for a little bit that you have to try to then shake the person from. You know what I mean? Like, that happened to us one time where you kind of made a turn where I was able to get kind of, like, right behind you. And then you were in front of me for a while, essentially, because that's just how ships work. Like, you had to figure out the way to, you know, juke me off you, basically. I. It's funny because watching uh, Star Wars and other like you know movies with like fighter jets and stuff like that, I, when they get behind them, they're like, oh, I can't shake them. Yeah. I never understood. I never understood that as a kid. I always thought just like, well, just just fly the other way or whatever. Just go but, left. You know what I mean? But yeah, after right. playing after playing this game, it <laughs> this game made me realize, oh, it's really hard Finally. to. Uh, to escape somebody who's behind you in a in a ship yeah. or a plane. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Uh, and I mean, obviously, it's cool that they have so many different pilots and ships and stuff like that. That's cool. Uh, I could never buy them. I could never justify buying them. I'm already not going to retire until I'm like 75. I'm not trying to <laughs> be on my deathbed regretting that I worked so late into life and look over and see a a space tug on my shelf before I die. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I'm not, I'm not going to be like. Thank God I got a space tug, you know what I mean, before, you know what I mean? And and uh, so I literally just had to punch out at 5 p.m. so I could die at 7 p.m. or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, Andrew, the reason I don't have it higher is just, you know, uh, like I said, I'm not a huge ship guy. Now, one one good thing about this game is they give you the human element. Like, if this if they didn't have, like, the pilots and it was just ships, I, I would care so much less. But you know me. 
And so the fact that the pilots are in there and the fact that there are things the pilots can do, like they refer to them focusing and that helping with your moves and they the force tokens that you can flip over if you're that per- like they really do weave the human element into it like they they it's not just about the ships it is also about abilities of the pilot which is really cool so i like that representation that's so funny because that's the one thing that i didn't care at all about was the pilot uh cars <laughs> like, why do they even have these pilot cars like let's I just fly it. the ships to just have you know yeah that's, that's wow man uh but it's a long one um you know like um i we uh we played a game with like the most basic sh- setup possible and that beginning that first game we played still took almost two hours you know what i mean like so it's just yeah. like uh, and that was only three ships total you know what i mean so yeah. you could easily make a battle that takes like your whole day to do it basically you know what i mean and so i don't know um if you if i will say this if you have to find something to occupy your time like while you drink like two liters of mountain dew on a saturday like this is for you you know what i mean like this will definitely (laughs) occupy your time uh and it's pretty fun but i think ultimately in the long run i would just i don't i don't need to play this game again andrew like i played it it was fun i get it but um, I'm not at the point where I'm like, man, I can't wait till I play that one again. There will be a time in the future where I'll get a hankering and be like, hmm, I kind of want to sit back down with that. You know what I mean? But it's right. not pressing for me right now. Uh, it is. You mentioned that it's a long game to play. It is the kind of game where it seems uh, it seems enticing to set up a huge space battle and be like, all right, we're each going to have 10 ships on our yeah. side. But that's just taking days and days. It, you could set it up like on a table. If you had a designated table, you could set it up and leave it and come back another day kind yeah. of thing. Um, that that kind of table space does not exist in my house anymore for sure. But Yeah, um, yeah. I was going to say, you're, you, you know, your your wife, every time she walks by, just like taking, that, <laughs> taking an extra five seconds to like sit there in a in in fury looking at your Star Wars miniatures taking up space in your house, you know. <laughs> slowly simmering uh, yeah. like what in the heck that being said i loved this game i am giving it an 87 percent uh sure that two people should play this game. okay yeah just a, lo- a little bit higher than you but i i love the um you're right it's it's too expensive and i have been for years pete i have been i'm not kidding years i've been tr- telling myself not to buy this game not do not buy those because it's the kind of thing where i think the i think the replayability of this game is okay that was fun i want to try it with a different ship this time you know i want to see what this ship can do and since they have so many options and of course star wars is so big that you have all these different ships that you see in the movies and the shows and things yeah it's like i want to i want to try all of them I know. Um, and they're yeah, smart about it. They give them all different, slightly different abilities. So it's like, oh, right. you know what I mean? Like, how does this one hold a maneuver? You know what I mean? Like, Right. <laughs> well, they, they all can turn, like some of the turns. Um, they can all do different variations of turns, which is cool. Right. They some of them really are a little quicker. Them. Like even the even the TIE Fighter and X-Wing are a little bit different. The TIE Fighter can make yeah. slightly sharper turns than the, uh, yes. than the X-Wing can. Yeah. Um, so... I, I love that. I I just love the I just love the miniatures though. They're so cool. I this is right up my alley at, of collecting toys and stuff like that, which I mm-hmm. again I don't do anymore. But like I am, I am just like dreaming that I'm again that I'm 13 years old playing this game. It's it's really cool. And I yeah. and I like how it's kind of like open. You can just kind of play it anywhere. 
and uh, you right. can be creative with you can be creative with the battle that you set up. You're like, oh well, this time we're gonna recreate this battle from the movie, or we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna. You can almost like it's almost like role playing game. You could even play a Star Wars role playing game. And be like, okay, now it's time for a space battle, and you could play this game with your That's characters a... from. Oh you know. no, Andrew! Yes, yeah. you could, yeah. and we are in trouble. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now that you I'm brought just saying that, that idea that might, up, Uh-oh. that might happen at some point. Yeah, uh, it's. I, I I like it, so I, I'm giving it 87, 87%. Wow. Okay. Well, Andrew, let's take a little visit to our leaderboard. Leaderboard. Okay, so we're going to take a look at the leaderboard, and we're going to average out our two scores here for Star Wars X-Wing. And uh, Pete, you gave it 82%. Mm-hmm. I gave it 87%, so that's going to put it right at 84.5%. Uh-oh, Pete. Oh, that look, sounds familiar. Look, you know what I mean? Looking at the leaderboard here, we got a problem. Uh, not really a problem, but we have our first ever tie on our leaderboard. Wow. Uh, yeah, look at that, Andrew. That is the same exact score that we ended up giving Jaipur 84.5 when we get when we uh, averaged out our scores for Jaipur. We're going to have to figure out, Andrew, which one uh, is on top of the other. Now, both of them fall right outside of our top 10, this so this will this will be a number eleven and number twelve on our leaderboard. These two games, Andrew. Uh, what do you think? What uh what 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 should be above the other? Well, we can't give them the same rank. That's just not allowed here. We don't allow ties. So no no no. Um, I'm 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 feverishly leafing through the two can play that game bylaws, which we set up before we um mm-hmm. started this podcast, and it says here under section. Uh, it says 5C, we the people. You know. <laughs> We it the says only that uh, it says. How about this, Pete? The game that has the higher individual score, like what, like if it got a higher score from one of us, that'll be okay. Yep, ranked above the other one. What do you think? That makes, that makes sense. sense. There's p- there's more passion from one of us yes. for the the game. Yep, and so that means when- Andrew that Jaipur would be right above Star Wars X Wing because mm. you were so passionate. You gave that one an eighty nine. Um, yeah. which is the highest of the four scores of these two games. Four scores. And, uh, yes. you know, seven years ago, Andrew, we started this podcast. Um, but uh, so that means Star Wars X-Wing coming in at number 12 on our leaderboard, Andrew, right under Jaipur and right above Catan Card Game. And boy, oh boy, yeah. that's three games that you'd, you'd be set for life with. You know what I mean? Cover all your <laughs> really? bases. Now you know it's gonna come. There's gonna come a day when we give our, our individual scores are exactly the same as another mm-hmm. game, and uh, so then it'll be a, a true tie. In which case, yeah. In which case, we'll have to devise some sort of wacky system in order to figure out which one's on top. Because there can I have faith you'll no come up. You'll cook up something, Andrew, and have a devilishly good time cooking up something. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll figure <laughs> it out. Well, Andrew. That sounds like a cool thing, if that ever happens. And uh, in the meantime, are we cool? Are we cool? After playing this game, are we still cool? How many friendship points did we lose or gain from playing this? Uh, What do you think? Are we still cool after playing this game? Uh, I think so, Andrew. In fact, I think we gained two friendship points. We went up plus two, baby. I think we had a good time playing this, Andrew. I mean, this is, you know, one-on-one, head-to-head, as much as it gets. But 
I mean, let's face it. You're just, you know, throwing some ships around and going pew, pew, pew. You know what I mean? It, it's, mm. it's fun, and it's, you know, it's something, uh, it's, a, it's a nice activity to do with your, with your only friend. I agree. We had fun. It's a fun game. Um, a little bit tense at, at times. Uh, I think the most fun was looking at all the different ships and cards yeah. and, uh, you know, comparing the different ships to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I found a l- this game a little bit frustrating at some points when I'm trying to, uh, you know, when I finally get a good shot and then the dice don't go the right way or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that is true. Or trying to trying to evade you and you're always getting on my tail and things like that. Uh, I was a little frustrated. Maybe it was just, there's a bogey on your six. Right. (laughs) Maybe because I star Fox, uh, maybe because I wasn't, uh, that great at the game. I don't know. I still liked it. I, I, I like looking at the ships more than I probably like playing the game. (laughs) Maybe. That is, I think you, I think you're spot on that. That is the most fun part. Cause you're like, yeah, Bosk is in here twice. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) So I think, uh, actually, for me, our friendship went down by one point. But wow. um, when we were playing luckily, the game. But how about when we were looking through all the different types of ships? Well, yeah, that's plus eight and a half. Yeah, that's uh, right. Okay, so, good. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what it, what it was. Wow. Um, but luckily, you gave it a plus two, so we're still we're still cool. So don't oh, worry good. out there, people. Oh, good. Well, Andrew. Speaking of people out there and how much what they're worrying about, don't worry. You can tune in next time. Up. Oh. One caveat, unless you get another friend. Oh, that's right. You can't listen here. So you're going to want to tune into uh, another podcast called 3PO, the podcast where people talk about which three-player Star Wars games make them PO'd. 3PO. PO'd about three-player board games. Yeah. Yeah. 3PO, you know. Uh, Andrew, it seems kind of silly, in my opinion, to focus on the negative all the time. Like, why would you make a board game podcast where all you do is talk about which games, you know, P-U-O, if you will. You know what I mean? Right. Um, But, uh, you know, that's that's their prerogative, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, right? They're just reviewing uh, three-player Battleship all the time or something like that. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Every episode is reviewing three-player Battleship. And so they're like, welcome back. Uh, Yeah. I still feel like this is a boring, you know. (laughs) You only, you literally only have to listen to the first episode and then you, then you're good. So it seems like a bad business model to me, but. Right. Turn it off. Lose one of your friends. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?